Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Benedict. And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on with consulting. Today is February 19th, and I am still feeling spit. This is episode number 29, and I'm feeling excited. Fantastic. Let's start yeah, with the let's start with one the, of us. Yeah, let's start with the good news. <laughs> what do you got? Um couple of small things basically. Um first most exciting thing is Femtoconf tickets are available and Get started them fast, selling people. earlier today. They're gonna go like hotcakes. Yeah. Like at this point, only it's only like seven left. Yeah. Right. So when this episode airs, <laughs> they're hmm. probably gone. Maybe they are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Maybe one or two are left. We'll see. Benedict, <laughs> you really you really know how to drive the hype machine. I well, I don't know. <laughs> I said it on Twitter, like the limitation in tickets is not body hype, but more about the atmosphere at the conference. Yeah, totally. Totally. Because yeah, we, in the past we had more tickets, we sold more tickets, but it was a little bit harder to keep up talking to everyone and meeting everyone mm. and then that made us decide hey let's let's make the let's keep it small make it even smaller let people let yeah. people talk to each other how so 25 yeah 20 25 number. right now you said right yeah uh how how big was it when you were like eh, let's let's bring it back a little bit we had 30 tickets that year like 30 attendees plus speakers plus sponsors so we were like 40 people or so okay. And in the end, it felt like it didn't, I didn't talk to five people or so. And that was the reason to bring it back down to 25. Right. I think initially we started with 12 or 15, the mm -hmm. first edition. Mm -hmm. That was nice as well. But yeah, it get, conference organizing gets easier with more people involved, mm -hmm. <laughs> like more people attending. <laughs> well, cool. I'm, uh, I'm excited for you, man. What's the schedule yeah, and agenda I'm and too. speakers looking like? Um, so uh, we have four speakers confirmed so far. There will be two okay. more, but I can't share those yet. Uh, so we have Asia Matos, uh, Johnny Platt, Ed Freifogel, and Tracy Osborne. So this will be this will be cool. Awesome. I'm really excited about the speaker lineup so far. That's a really great lineup. Yeah, I uh, I have high hopes. <laughs> Not to put any pressure on anyone. <laughs> well, that'll be that'll be great, man. Cool. No, What's... I'm not worried. That I'm I'm sure they will do a good job. Okay. Are there any next steps? I mean, following up with finalizing those speakers and yeah, getting ready for the um, event itself. Exactly. Like uh, I need to figure out the last two speakers and and lock that in and um the next big challenge is probably finding enough sponsors so okay. we have like four sponsorship packages mm -hmm. and they're a little bit more expensive this year than in the previous years because we, i decided it, it kind of it's kind of fair to start at least reimbursing people for like speakers for their air travel fares mm -hmm. and stuff like that because i always had a feeling that it's kind of unfair to Invite people to speak at a conference, have them pre prepare a 30-minute talk, travel, fly over, spend a bunch of their own money mm -hmm. just to basically make your event work. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured it's only fair to at least uh, 
make it in a way so they don't have to spend their own money or at least not as much as yeah as they would otherwise no, that, so that's fair that makes sense we see how that works out <laughs> of course the money has to come from somewhere <laughs> hmm. who who have your sponsors been in the past um it's been a mix like uh balsamic was one of our sponsors that i think they sponsored almost every year mm-hmm. fe international sponsored a couple times um castos two times yeah like okay. it, it varies every year a little bit but uh, those are the regulars okay any any particular uh companies that you're thinking about reaching out to specifically or a type of company um well mostly companies that are somewhat related to to the audience um there are, sometimes there are people like, um, for example, Charles Perry of Release Notes. Like they run their own Release Notes podcast and conference, mm-hmm. and they they decided to sponsor. And I feel like sponsors like this are like the perfect fit because, like, well, for for one, it makes sense for them to sponsor because they at least get some get their name out in in relevant circles, and it's also nicer for the. For the attendees, when when some someone they can relate to is actually sponsoring and yeah. not some big anonymous entity <laughs> <laughs> that no one can relate to, yeah, makes makes plenty of sense. Good luck, good luck, man. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure it will work out one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Um, in other news, um, we have. The first of our customers actually testing in-app messaging, so it's not just me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's al- also someone else, and it's it seems to be working for them. I don't think they have a chip to production yet, but at least the setup wasn't complicated, and they got it up and running within yeah. an hour or so. So that was exciting. That is exciting. On a little bit of a sad note, we decided to not launch mm-hmm. in two weeks. Like mm-hmm. the launch date was set to, I think March third but yesterday we decided we are not going to make it two weeks to do all the marketing assets prepare the launch and prepare a big splash is not enough mm-hmm. and um so we we haven't set a new date but it's probably early april or so okay um because there's travel uh, jane's traveling a lot in, yeah. in march and stuff like that so yeah delayed a little bit but um i still plan to get it polished and shippable by the end of the month so mm-hmm. there's there's still a somewhat of a deadline for me <laughs> and the and i mean the bullet points you have listed and the ones you just mentioned there that i mean the delay is just in getting the, the the launch right on the on the the marketing side of things and documentation yeah. tutorial videos that sort of thing you yeah. feel pretty good about where the tech stands right now yeah like <laughs> I already have a long list of improvements that we could make, but um, the list of things that need to be done before we can ship it, like in terms of the technical side and the product side, isn't that long. There's a few things I need to polish, like make make the widget responsive so it works on mobile and have proper previews in the UI and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. mostly small stuff. Um, but the core of it is working and yeah. Yeah, I, I'm happy with that part. That is the interesting, the other interesting side of, you know, like a either a a, sh- 
a shape up cycle or a sprint length or you know whatever whatever model you're running under um when you're such a small team of two people i mean it's <laughs> it's not just how how long will it take to build this okay well how long will it take to build it and how how are we going to announce it where 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 yeah. do we need to update the website where do we need to update docs that's a interesting other other element of it that's got to be hard to manage resources jane has a thousand things she's doing as well so our yeah that's that's been challenging and i mean in theory like it sounds like we could have started preparing some of it ahead of time but like until two weeks ago we didn't even we didn't even have anything to record for a video to take screenshots of because it just wasn't Wasn't fully integrated and wasn't fully styled and tweaked and polished and Now, at least it's in a state where we can start producing those assets and mm-hmm. think about what we're actually showing there. Um, so, yeah, I I think that's just how it is. We'll, we'll have to delay it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Any, any lessons or takeaways or anything you're going to change about the, about the process because of this? Like, is it, oh, we, we could have done this differently and then, you know, had a different outcome or... Does it feel like, well, no, we, we'll, we'll finish things and then be able to launch them two weeks after we actually finish them? How are you thinking about yeah. it? Um, I guess one learning is probably to try to get everything integrated sooner rather than later. Okay. So it's easier to, well, it's easier to basically be working on all stuff in parallel, at least a bit. Mm-hmm. But then again, this was a like a big feature technical wise right and, uh, right it it touched so many parts and um i'm not entirely sure if it would be would even be possible to get it faster um especially i mean now it's a little bit different that we are full time on and have like more time to do it mm-hmm. but a lot of the delays in the in the in the last year were basically related to only having like one of the two yeah. days per yeah. week to to do this and that just doesn't make it easier mm-hmm. um but yeah i i mean it's making progress and uh there's not much between now and the launch so i'm happy about it good cool looking forward to seeing seeing everything come out whenever yeah, whenever yeah. whenever it is i keep you <laughs> i keep you posted yeah. <laughs> how yeah. are you feeling you you were somewhat down last week um are you feeling better i i'm I'm still feeling pretty spent like i i, I just feel i feel pretty burnt out <laughs> um okay and uh oh man yeah so i guess let's see last week we recorded and then i i uh, had a good like random uh networking meeting at a coffee with somebody to talk about jobs to be done work and um reached out to some past clients uh and yeah drummed up some some leads there so had some meetings come out of that and um talking to some folks about some uh, about lining up projects um later this month and in, in March that's that's all going well um and what was that? Yeah, at a at a conversation, somebody on Mega Maker reached out to me about a part time product role um, at their company. They were <laughs> listening to the podcast, and I'm like, uh, "Hey, if you <laughs> if you if you're seriously thinking about this, uh, reach out." So that was a had a great conversation there. So like, you know, plenty of things 
you know, came out of, of, you know, last week and had, had good conversations, um, after last week, but like, I think overall, man, I'm just, I am just feeling like I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of listening to myself talk. Um, and so <laughs> I, what, what I'm, what I'm feeling like is I love, I love this format. It is, it is so, so such a huge benefit, um, for like the weekly regular check-in and update. Um, right, right now I just feel so stuck in place that like, I think part, part of me in my head is like, I don't want to, I don't want to be a discouragement. I don't want to sound like the same, you know, I'm, I'm just tired. I'm exhausted. I'm spent. I'm burnt out. Um, and there's just, you know, we say at the beginning that, you know, an honest peek into our lives, uh, honest peek into my life right now is like, I, I kind of want to disappear for like, you know, four weeks, um, mm-hmm. and just see where I come out on the other side. Cause I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I just, I just feel like I'm, I, I need to find where, where, where am I going to like, get a hold and make some movement and progress and provide an update then and share that piece of the journey. Right now, I just feel so self-conscious about saying the same thing week in and week out that like, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't want to be a a discouragement or a a negative voice, you know, um, to other people who are thinking about doing this or, or messing with it and struggling with it. It's only the second week. Like, <laughs> well, okay. Uh, let me. Yes, uh, I mean, I, I let me let me be a little more. Uh, I, 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 what it feels to me like is, yeah. I am on episode. We are on episode twenty nine here, and so it's not just like two. It's not just the second week of. Yeah, what am I gonna do? Um, to me, it feels like the 20-something week of, well, I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to balance finding client work with making progress on my side project. Um, uh, it, it feels like I have been in that zone and in, like, in that voice and mode for so long mm-hmm. that I am so just... Similar to- go ahead. Yeah. Similar to me and in-app messaging, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that was a really big, that was a really big technical feature to build. Um, and you built it, but uh, gosh, that's but funny. But it's still not cheap. That's funny. So, yeah. um, I, I feel like I get what you're saying um, with like being worried about sounding like a a stuck record or something like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I th- I think uh, well, yeah. The, the the thing is truly entering my mind of not not just trying to not just putting aside trying to build a side project and do consulting which we talked about a little bit last week like okay what if you put the mm-hmm. side project aside and really get consulting ramped back up build up the coffers to create some more margin i think the the big thing i'm thinking about is like just 
dropping consulting and, and getting a, a job job. Um, and just getting a little bit of margin and rest, um, mm-hmm. psychologically, mentally. Um, yeah. so I, th- I think that that, you know, that is factoring in, in such a big way, um, to, to all of this. And that's, and that's why I'm, that's why I'm saying I kind of, there's, there's a part of me that does just want to take, take a short break to get my, yeah, get my head wrapped around this. What, what do I want to do? Um, cause I, f- I feel like I need to, I need to make a real decision on that and go, go all in on putting things putting things aside for a little bit, um, making my full-time job being finding a full-time job that can provide some stability and, uh, and rest for a bit or, you know, doubling back down on here are the 20 articles about remote work I need to write. Here is the lead generation process I'm going to put into place to find speaking engagements, to get some advising and consulting work, and like I know the things that I would do right now I just feel like of such a split mind as to which of those directions I should or ought to go down that Mm -hmm. it's it's an additional pain and like an additional discomfort and struggle to to talk about it out loud each week Um, yeah yeah (laughs) right now anyway yeah it makes sense well, yeah, I mean, um, taking a full-time job probably isn't the baddest of ideas. I mean, yeah, there's definitely something to be said about like doing consulting work and then also having the responsibility of drumming up new work every couple of weeks or months and trying to do something like a product on the side. Um, yeah, maybe a full-time job is a solution to at least cut away the the need to drum up new work every every now and then and mm-hmm. maybe if it's not a like 40 hour or five day a week job then maybe you can carve out a day or so for writing those articles and figuring out how to get speaking gigs and but mm-hmm. like not have the pressure of um also having to find out how to pay the bills next month yeah 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 for sure so that uh what yeah what's your honest what's your honest take right now on all of this yeah as i said like i don't think taking a job is a bad idea um especially if it's one that that sounds good and probably gives you some some time to do stuff on the side Mm -hmm. if you want to do that like also fine if you just decide to just go full-time on the job and not care about anything else. That's also a, yeah. a path forward. Um, but like from past experience with other people, considering this, eventually they all want to go back to building they their own come thing. Back. I, yep. I, I feel like uh, it's part of uh, all of our DNA to to be, to be have the desire to work in our own stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean it's it's your decision uh <laughs> definitely not talking you out or into it <laughs> well no i like i like i just like to get multiple honest takes from like all around the table and 
not for the sake of like feeling like, Oh, talk me into this or talk me into that. But, um, I, I like it when people just say what they're actually thinking. Yeah. And I, like, kind of like, I have to admit in. yesterday, um, and I wrote this on Twitter as well. Yesterday was this job opening by Podia, um, for yeah. a Rails developer. <laughs> and Jamie Lawrence posted it and had a thread below it with some, talking a little bit about the company and his thoughts on how people should apply and who should apply. And I was like, man, this sounds like a really nice job and this is a great product. And I yeah. I know a couple of people there and they all seem genuinely nice. And it was one of those job openings where I was sitting there reconsidering what I'm doing <laughs> for a moment. Hmm. I was like, huh, this would be a really nice job. Maybe I just drop everything I do right now and just apply and have a good time with them. Mm -hmm. But in the end, uh, for yeah. me, in this particular moment, it was like, ah, yeah, no, user list right. is pretty great right now. Right. <laughs> Let's not do it. But I mean, it was one of those moments where we considered it. Um, so it, it's really a good opportunity. And I don't know what, what companies you talk to or what you're thinking about, but maybe there's, there's a similar situation for you. And yeah. You decide yeah. to take one of those. I mean, it it would be, you know, remote. It would be a remote company. It would have to be a remote position. Like there are a couple of, you know, just yep. deal breakers yep. and, and they're definitely in, in that realm. Um, I, you know, the, the thing I went back and listened to last week, um, just cause I was kind of curious, you know, to, <laughs> to like did a lot of thinking out loud and processing. And that's one of the things I love about this, doing this. Um, and you, and you pointed out, you know, the, what, what Jane had mentioned that persistence, um, is, is like, that is one of these, you know, determining factors in eventual success in, uh, in startups. And that, yeah. that has really been like a little tapping, you know, in my head all week long and stuff. I'm like trying to, you know, balance or like weigh the pros and cons and, and, where where do I want to go with this? And man, how how do you how do you think about this is the time to be persistent and to push through versus oh man, no, this is this is stupid. Like deck is stacked against us here. Odds are not in our favor. Let's find us let's let's not let's work smarter, not harder. So how do you think through those things? I, I'm not sure I have a good answer. I, I think it's mostly a gut feeling, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Userless doesn't make enough money to pay us anything right now. So this is a this is a gamble, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't know if it will work out or not. Right. Um, but it feels like there's something there that it could work. And I'm just like thinking, okay, let's let's give this a try for half a year, maybe a year, whatever, yeah. and use this as an investment. Um, but if that feeling of there's something there wouldn't be there, like if I think back like two and a half, three years ago when when I basically realized that my, my previous product wasn't going anywhere, mm -hmm. I was really considering like I wish Podia was hiring back then because... <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a, it, that same would, job position a uh an easy choice to just yeah. 
do it and, yeah. and get a full-time job for a while especially like if, as i said if it's a great company a remote position tech stack that i like and uh-huh. all these things uh-huh. um i think i remember I, I think i actually asked jamie back then like hey are you are you hiring and he was like ah no sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> so um yeah yeah that okay well i mean so what i heard you say in there the balance trying to decide is this a situation where i need to be persistent and push through or is this a is this a situation where uh no this don't don't be ridiculous find a way to work smarter and not harder and push harder um like you just mentioned are there are there signs that there's something here like of course it's a gamble you can't read the future yeah or see the future you don't know exactly what's going to happen but are there signs and signals that are at least suggesting to you there's hope there is yeah like you're not you're not doing something irrational or foolish there's there's a potential upside on the other end yeah and like for user list right now it's it's mostly people are signing up for it people are starting trials people are paying for it it's slowly growing but it's growing yep like those are all signals to me that tell me there's something there it's we haven't figured it out like it's not like a rocket ship that will just like send you to to send us to success uh within the next 10 seconds um but there's at least something there versus my previous product where basically yeah nothing was happening like people wouldn't sign up if i was able to reach out to someone it would take months for them to actually make a make a decision if they want to use the product or not right and yeah, like it was obvious there back then that this wasn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in your situation is probably there's probably something there, like there's interest in there. Yeah. But the question is that, like there's no clear way to making this a sustainable business right now. I think that's, that's right. That's the thing you're struggling with, yes. right? Yep. The, the signals are kind of good, but it's not clear on how to how to get money out of this and be able to sustain yourself. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I think that's where maybe taking a full-time job, a part-time full-time job is a good, good idea because it would allow you to, to explore the space a little more and get a grip on it and try a couple things without having to worry about where the money comes from. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I keep, that's what I keep coming back to. That's where I keep arriving at is I having this feeling of, ah, I wish I would have, if I would have stumbled on this a year and a half ago, mm. um, well, I had just had a lot more, you know, energy in the tank. Um, and yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, and also just the feeling of, I mean, it would be really, really good experience to work with a, re- a fully remote team, you know? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I kind of, I do, I do know where I'm leaning, um, yeah. and I, it just uh, feels. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it feels, but all right. Thanks for talking that through. Yeah. Appreciate getting your thoughts on it. So, do you, do you have like a full time job lined up that you? 
like lined up no hours. no no i mean there's it's just like just thinking out loud mostly. yeah i mean there's there are a couple of uh of positions that i'll apply for and that um one of you know one of which i expect to be you know extremely competitive um and uh and then a, a few others that feels like oh yeah wow i'm a, i'm a great fit for this uh position this would be this would be a total win-win here so hopefully you know it'll it'll go somewhere um what what it means now is committing to okay deep breath like taking a you know a full couple days to like update the <laughs> update the resume write the cover letters do you know yeah be a be an invested applicant um you know which i think is just respectful of the company like what I, I don't I don't what I don't want to do is kind of one foot in the door, one foot out the door, start the process. Um and like, uh yeah, I'm kind of on the market. Uh not really, kind of, you know, and just see if something happens. Like that that I I would feel like I I wouldn't feel great about doing that to the to the company, you know, um to take their time to, you know do some interviews and then in the end be like, Oh no, I, I kind of changed my mind on this. Like I want to be, I want to yeah. be able to say no, if, if an offer comes in, I'm going to accept it. And that, okay. that feels like a, that feels like a day or two of processing and, and grieving <laughs> to, uh, I, I get you, to be able to get, get there. You, I get where you're coming from in terms of like being invested and having the respect to, to actually be invested with. I'd be, Like, I think to me, applying to a job is as much of an evaluation as of the position that, like, just an evaluation of myself from them. Like, I think it's a mutual, a mutual thing, like checking each other out and seeing if it's a good fit. So, I mean, yeah, you kind of invested in in the sense that you 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 take the job if it's good, but. I wouldn't feel obliged to accept it if there are any red flags or you feel like oh, at the end of the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mm, I thought the, about it like, and now that I've been through all of this, maybe a full-time job isn't for me because of whatever reason I just covered. I think that's that's still fair. Don't you think? I, I, think it's, I think it's fair if something comes up about the company or about the position or their expectations that weren't clear from the from the posting um i'm what i'm saying like what i don't want to do is for everything to line up everybody likes each other and then for me to say you know after thinking about it i'm not going to i'm going to continue to do to work for myself that's what i'm saying i don't want to do um and also i mean like just making sure that like the cover letter is personal and you know things yeah, that like yeah like, like, it's gonna take taking it it's gonna take time sure. yeah it's yeah. gonna take some time anyway yeah, yeah. but i'd be inter- like i'd be interesting interested in in seeing like what happens like when you get an offer and then basically have to make the decision and everything kind of yeah. aligns and then listening to your what your heart and your gut says yeah and then i think it's important to listen to that mm-hmm. because like if everything's perfect, but it's a full-time job and you're like, I don't know, it doesn't feel right, then it's probably a good sign that you shouldn't, yeah. that you should keep uh, consulting yeah. or whatever, uh, yeah. being independent. Yeah. 
I I think that probably the perf the the ideal thing that I would not yeah. have a difficult time saying, oh my goodness, yes, let's do this, is like a 20 hour a week, you know, senior product position or like, you know, product manager position mm-hmm. um that offers, you know, a a baseline of stability at the same yeah. time, like plenty of some some additional time during the week to to set aside yeah. and and focus on building mm-hmm. my own building my own product. Yeah. So, well, that's that's what I'm on the that's what I'm on the lookout for. 20 to Yeah. 20 to 30 hours. Product thinker. So offers to bray at brianray.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good grief. What a ride. What a ride. <laughs> well, it worked last week, right? <laughs> yeah. Man. I don't you think it'll be so interesting to to go back and listen from episode one in like five years? Probably, but I I know some people like other podcast hosts are listening to their own episodes, but I for some reason I can't do it. Yeah, like, I, editing is hard enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> I I listen to probably like one out of six or seven. Like mm, yeah. I haven't listened to any of them yet. Really, not a single one. <laughs> no. Oh no, just during editing, like and yeah. Even then, not all of it. Like only like important parts yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, maybe I should try it, but I don't know. It just scares me too much. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, um, you said yeah. something. You said something, something earlier that you like when we started talking about all of that. That you need a break from the podcast as well. Well, I yeah, because because like I was saying, I I don't know that I have much of an. Uh, but like in this feeling of in between stuckness, like I don't know that I have a lot to of value <laughs> to to uh, to offer right now, um, and yeah, just feeling like not wanting to be a broken record, and I don't know. That's uh, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like now it gets interesting. Like, you know, there's, there's <laughs> stuff moving, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. sound at all like a broken record at this point. Okay. Like, okay. I'd be sad if we don't don't continue following your story here. Okay. <laughs> all right, man. I'll... Did I talk you into keeping keeping the podcast at least for a little while? Well, <laughs> to be to be clear, I was never saying, "Hey, let's let's shut down the show and." Okay. Um, consider it archived, but just like, okay, do I, man, ugh, do I want to, do I want to record episode 40 next Wednesday morning? <sighs> it's only 30 next, so <laughs> next <laughs> week. <laughs> Don't oh, worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 right. No, joking. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever I said. So, okay. Yeah, all good. Let's keep it. Let's keep the train. Let's keep the train rolling. Keep the streak alive. Um, yeah, like, and I don't think you sound like a broken record. Okay. I think, it, in parts, we probably both sound like broken records. Um, but I mean, that's this show isn't uh, called uh, "Slow and Steady" without a reason. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's just unrealistic that we'll have like 
huge breaking news every week <laughs> that mm -hmm. just doesn't <laughs> that just doesn't hap happen and it's yeah i think it's just a I, a slow pro process and totally time. i think like in f you know full transparency i feel i feel like disappointed in myself to be this far along and like okay you started a a you know bootstrapping in in public um project brian what's your mrr still zero like that feels really disappointing man yeah but like that's the reality like that's just how it is i mean we've been doing user list for two and a half years and user list we crossed 2k mrr yeah two weeks ago yeah like in the grand scheme of things, that's <laughs> kind of ridiculous as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, just wanted to share. Like, that's the other thing. Like, it feels. What am I doing here? What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that's the ongoing question we all have to ask ourselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Any. Do you uh, want to. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I was just going to look at the notes, be sure we got to everything. Yeah. I think we can cool. wrap yeah. this one up. Show notes Sounds are at slowandsteadypodcast.com. Find us on Twitter. Yeah. By our names. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Links, links are in the show notes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bye. Okay. We, we will talk next week. Oh, absolutely. All right. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs>